the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This gospel is packed with a lot of things that we could meditate about and sort of wrestle with, uh, because there's a lot of things happening. St. Matthew, he's, uh, he loves going into a lot of detail in his gospel. You have this man who is suffering, he's an epileptic, falling into the water, falling into the fire. Uh, you have him, you have the you know, victim himself, then you have the mom who's uh, worried about her son. And then you have the disciples not really knowing what to do, they really can't solve this problem, they don't know how to respond to it. Then you have Jesus uh, sort of telling these people about their faithlessness and you know, helping them understand that they're not where they should be in their faith. So there's a lot of things going on, but what I really want to focus on is the disciples and really what was going on with them, why they couldn't deal with this problem. Because the disciples, I mean, I'll tell you this much, as a young priest, when I was a young priest during my, I mean, I guess I'm still fairly new, but uh, when I was, it feels like forever anyway. Um, during my first year, you get to sort of, you know, try to figure things out. You get certain situations you don't know how to deal with. It gets tough, you know, uh, because there, there's always something strange that a priest has to deal with. So I can imagine that the disciples, this is still very early on in their ministry. So they're still kind of new to, you know, being with Jesus, walking with Jesus, being faced with these different difficulties, different situations. But now you see something very shocking happen. You see them being stuck in this situation because Jesus deals with the people saying, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how, how long am I to be with you? He deals with the people, he heals the son, he heals the epileptic, and he evicts that demon. But it's not done yet because now Jesus isn't done with the disciples. He wants them to understand something. And you could see the disciples, St. Matthew tells us, they went to him privately. So they were probably embarrassed by something. Something happened that they didn't really understand, they didn't really know, so they went to him privately. And look what happens here. They're so frustrated. They're, they seem so embarrassed, they seem so defeated. They said, why could we not cast it out? This is, we came to follow you, we left our families, we left everything. We're following you, and we can't even cast out a demon. We didn't even know what to do, we were stuck. And before I get to Jesus' response, I want to sort of talk about how that relates to us with being stuck. Because sometimes, maybe all the time, if you haven't been stuck before, maybe you're stuck now, maybe you'll be stuck in the future. But it's really discouraging to be stuck in a certain situation, to not really know what to do. Maybe it's a marriage that you feel like you're stuck in, that you feel like, you know, there's so many problems you don't know how to deal with. Maybe it's sin that you're so attached to, you feel stuck. You feel helpless. You feel like there's nothing for you to do. You don't know how to overcome it. Maybe you're stuck in sadness. Maybe you're stuck in being anxious. Maybe you're stuck in a certain trauma. Maybe you're stuck in a certain thing that, you know, after a certain amount of time, you're like, you know, what can I do? Can I even defeat this thing? Can I even get over it? It's been forever. It feels like this thing that I'm stuck in, this mode that I'm stuck in is not going away. And if you've been through that, you would know how difficult that may be. 
But Jesus, he doesn't leave the disciples hanging with them sort of being in limbo, not knowing why they couldn't, why they were so stuck, why they couldn't help the man who was falling into the fire and falling into the water. But look how Jesus responds. He says, first for your little faith. He first talks about their faith. But then I want to jump to the end. He says, but this kind never comes out except by prayer and fasting. And if you have faith, nothing will be impossible for you. But he mentions this kind, this kind of difficulty of being stuck. So Jesus acknowledges that there's different kinds of disruptions that happen in our lives. There's certain types of difficulties. And there's also certain types of faith that we can have in Christ. But specifically, when it comes to being stuck in a situation, when it comes to sort of feeling helpless in a certain sin, in a certain situation, Jesus responds to us the same way he responds to the disciples. Because what the disciples were sort of missing was that it wasn't that they were stuck because they thought they were able, they could do it on their own. They were stuck because they thought they can move forward, do things on their own, and not need Christ. And that's what Christ makes very clear to them. And that's where faith comes into play. And that's where prayer and fasting comes into play when we're stuck in our lives, when we're stuck in a certain mentality. Their faith was missing, but also the sort of way of life that they had to have. Because like Jesus says, this way doesn't come out except by prayer and fasting. We can do one of two things, feel bad for ourselves and sort of hit ourselves on the head saying, you know, I'm just stuck, I'll be stuck, I'll always be stuck and have this pity party for ourselves and, you know, just mosey around life and go with emotions and it is what it is. Or we can take the words that Jesus tells the disciples to sort of wake up and think about how we can live our lives, how, we, how Jesus could wake us up and understand that our lives are not meant, meant to feel helpless. Our lives are not meant to feel like we should always be stuck constantly. Our lives are meant for liberation. Jesus comes to liberate us. But the sort of tug of war that's happening is this demon that's the focal point of the gospel today. The kid is falling into the fire, falling into the water. And, and the family's saying that he's an epileptic, but Jesus follows it up by saying, and the demon was evicted from this man. The more we fast, the more we pray, the more we're able to come to terms with certain things, but also not see ourselves as stuck. Prayer, you could start somewhere with whatever you're doing now. If you have a daily routine, obviously Sunday Mass is great. You come and receive the Qurbana. If you have a daily routine, maybe add some more. Think about how much more we can incorporate prayer in our lives. And fasting, I mean, there's this false notion that fasting only happens during Solma and Lent. That's, that's wrong. You could fast all the time. I promise. It's okay. You know, uh, you can fast every week. You could fast once a month. You could... You know, fast whenever, you know, whatever fits in your lifestyle. 
But fasting, like Jesus says in prayer, unlocks a greater liberation that God gives us in this gospel today. He helps us to see the light that he constantly gives us when we're open to it. Amen.